Hello everyone, my name is Jenna and I'll be your host for your Entrepreneur Sisters podcast. I wanted to first give you a warm welcome to the show. <laughs> if you take out the if you take out the word yes. So let me tell y'all something real quick. So I did not intentionally have the initial to be yes, okay? But it just so happened when I was going through the process and just praying about it, about the name of the show, Your Entrepreneur Sister was the one show name that popped out out of all of it. So yes, the show, the initial is definitely, I mean, the initial is definitely Y-E-S, but it was not intentional. But anyways, this podcast is mainly to hear about believer stories of how they answer the call to Christ, how they handle their business, and encourage those that need to go ahead and walk in faith for whatever business that the Lord has placed in your heart. This show welcome unbelievers of Jesus Christ and those who are in a dark place or those who just simply just need encouragement. As a believer of the gospel, I wanted to make sure that those who do not walk with Christ hear real-life conversation from believers' stories, saying yes while following Christ and handling business. So, I hope you enjoy this show as much as possible. Thank you for listening. Do not forget to subscribe, because every week on Wednesday, we have a new show for you. I hope you enjoy the interview as much as possible. All right, (laughs) y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Milo's Life Podcast. I wanted to go ahead and introduce my next guest. Her name is Courtney McClendon. First, she's a child of God. She's a minister of the gospel at Victory Church ATL, a restoration coach, educator, a wife to Brandon, and a mother of two beautiful children. So whenever you would like to, go ahead and visit Victory Church ATL. Would you like to speak or say anything, Courtney, before we get started? Uh, Hey, y'all. What's going on? I'm Courtney. I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. So the first thing first, I mean, we're all here for a reason is to glorify God, but we wanted to know how did you get started with your journey with Christ? Oh, wow. So I got my journey with Christ. I actually got saved when I was 17 years old, 2005, July 17, 2005 to be exact. And I grew up in the church. I grew up in the United Methodist Church, always sung the choir, everything. During high school, you know, you may not have known, like, I was involved in church like that in my life. <laughs> it, it, it didn't lean towards Christ follower. Um, <laughs> I would go into a lot of different relationships, looking for identity, looking for um, who I was in relationships I would date. Um, from the age of 15 all the way to about 24, I would always be in some type of relationship. And even after getting saved when I was 17, I still sought um, to be affirmed through men. I sought to be affirmed by being in a relationship. And it was in that time that I was following Christ, but I was kind of like one foot in, one foot out. But I, I've always had my own relationship with him. I always felt him kind of leading, pulling me closer to him, causing me to really change my life, mm-hmm. my lifestyle, you know. So I, I would just, you know, my lifestyle would depict that I was a Christ follower. So when I was in college, you know, college life, party life, I did, I did all that. You know? <laughs> the hot message. So, yeah, had me a good old time. Listen, I went to church, you know, after the parties and everything. Like, so there was, there was, there was a conviction of the Holy Spirit. But as I began to, you know, get older, around 23, 24, God started pulling me out of being in a long-term relationship and living boyfriend at the time. And he was really trying to really, get my attention and the thing about God is man he wants to get your attention for me I have he always pulls you away from what's comfortable he always pulls you from your environment that you are most familiar with and so everything just started going haywire and 
relationships, friends, everybody that was keeping me complacent in my walk. Every I was being challenged by God. And so I began to have God really deal with me with my insecurities, um, how I found security in relationships, dealing with some fatherless wounds and really mm-hmm. examining those things. Um, and that's when I really began to learn just the Lord for myself. I had started mm-hmm. at, at 17, but when God's really serious about his kids, like okay. well, he, he will go through hell high waters to like get your attention. So I found myself moving from, um, I'm, I've been living in Atlanta for almost 15 years, but um, and after about mm-hmm. seven years, he moved me to a, like a remote area. I was in a whole new environment. I was crying, everything. And it was in that time, like, he like he really he isolated me and like you know throughout scripture God always pulls people he always pulls Moses he pull always pulls mm-hmm. people out of the confines mm-hmm. oh, you know on those those experiences like David he he, he always pulls <laughs> the town and the disciples like I could go on and on um mm-hmm. but it was in that that I just really like I started learning my identity wasn't him I started getting a new confidence my confidence wasn't in who I was dating my confidence wasn't in um friends and social groups it wasn't in any of that I began to find my true identity my true confidence um in Christ so that's kind of where God had me Um, (laughs) that's where he started I um originally started a um, a ministry was called Memoirs of the Insecure Girl, and it's it stemmed from my own memoirs of insecurities and finding purpose and finding um, wholeness in Christ and finding still meaning like as a whole. Yeah, and he's he's still working. Listen, don't don't let <laughs> he's still working. Still, I mean, he's he started a good work, and he's gonna continue it till he they come back as well. Yeah. So. And you just pretty much saying that even going to church, it seemed like it's not even an identity within itself. It's the personal relationship that actually counts. Definitely. Most definitely. (laughs) So where are you, what would you say now, how real relationship with Christ is? How do I feel a real relationship with Christ is? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would say that in, you have a relationship with Christ in seasons. I will say that my relationship that I have with Christ at 17 does not look like what it looks like at 33, about to be 34. I hope that in as we mature in Christ, you know, it talks about coming off of breast milk and being able to, you know, really eat meat, being able to hold something, substance. And so I will say that God has really dealt with just um, my maturity, um, dealt with dealing with myself, being able to look. I think a lot of times we can point at other people and, you know, find imperfections in them but we just bypass our own sometimes mm-hmm. the holy spirit um that's how you know the, that the lord is at work is the holy spirit when he causes you to look at your own life look at mm-hmm. your own look at your own um d- um conceptions of things and the way that you decipher things the way that you treat people the way that you talk like all mm-hmm. of that so I will say my relationship with Christ has been, I always want to make sure that's the strongest relationship that I have, the strongest relationship. And it changes in seasons. It changes um, from when I was single to being married, to having kids. You know, I always tell people back in the day, I could, be, I could you know, sit out <laughs> and be before the father for, for an hour and an hour and a half as you, as you get more responsibilities. The Lord, I have found that, you know, he still loves you, still cares for you, but he knows your life has changed. It's different. And so you have to be more innovative in how you spend time with him and oh, yeah. how you know, um, hear from him, how you spend time in your word. And it may look different 
in different seasons. So I will say that in this season, it's been very innovative. Um, it has also been an opportunity for me to figure out how he wants me to extend the same love that he's given to me. How can I extend that to other people and show um, the example of what a relationship with Christ looks like? So I will say now it, it has changed. And now mm -hmm. he's pushing me to go out and be an, and exemplify that. And, you know, exemplify that to um, busy people, busy wives, busy moms. Um, oh, yeah. We all need that support. Yeah, Whatever sees you in jobs and different things like that and how you still can make time with God and it's okay to not condemn yourself um, because it does not look like how it was you know years ago so that's kind of where God has me in our, our relationship at this moment okay. <laughs> and you speak about the restoration coach and just how like God is like restoring you is there any way before we continue on with the conversation anywhere you could find you do you offer the service online only is it how, how do people get your service or how can someone work with you definitely definitely so um, I'm going to talk about where Restoration Coach came from because I've had people ask me questions like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. So my husband, he builds furniture. And so he builds furniture. I've seen him restore things. Um, and sometimes they're dull and they're broken. And I've watched him, you know, fix something that's totally broken. Then it's actually able to be used. It's usable. And so <laughs> Coach came from, you know, sometimes we have broken places. We all have them. We all have um, you know, areas in our lives, you know, that, you know, we have suppressed our issues, traumas, all of this. And the thing about God is him being a good carpenter, being a good father. He can deal with us. He can restore us. He can build us back up that we don't even look like what we've been through. Right. And so, mm -hmm. yes, you listen, we all, done listen, we, we all was the lady at the, um, the, by the lake asking for some water now. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We all got a little backstory, you know, and mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, things, you want to say God is good, but we, we don't want to tell him how good he's been sometimes. Mm -hmm. Some stuff, some clutter, <laughs> you know. And so that's kind of where, the, that's where the restoration coach came from is seeing God restore you. Um, seeing God use wounds, brokenness, pain, um, disappointments, hurts, all of that. And all of it worked together for his good. Like there's mm. nothing that he doesn't use. And so restoration came from helping people to want to start that. Like, this is okay. It's okay to be in this place, but we're not going to stay here. And so um, I actually have my master's in Christian counseling. And from mm. there, restoration coaching, I started a class. It's a six, a seven week class. It's called, you can be free. And so I offer that class quarterly. Um, so I open that up and we do seven weeks talking about identity, talking about boundaries, talking about our relationships, talking about what it means to say no, the power of your no. And so from that, I started classes because I'm an educator by day, as I was, as I always say. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your nine to five is. <laughs> huh? I was like, your nine to five is an educator. Yeah. Go ahead. Educator by day, rest, and coach by night. <laughs> um, so I created that course um, just out of out of my love to um, help people and educate people and um, just um, use the word of God as an instrument, as a tool to um, enhance your life. And so um, I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. So if you want to follow me, I'm Courtney Speaks Life. It's mm -hmm. so Courtney Speaks Life. And from there, you can go to the link in my bio and there's opportunities to do one-on-one -on -one coaching as well as you can be free, the class. You can sign up to get more information with that. 
Oh, yeah. And if those whoever um, did not have a chance to get it, whether you're in your car, we just ask you to pull over. And if for those that are at home, you can go ahead and grab a notebook and write all of those um, information in the link that we have below on the show. Definitely, definitely. So, and as we're speaking about business, can we go ahead and shout out your um husband business business as well? Hope y'all can win. Hold on. <laughs> My husband he builds custom furniture. Um, his his business is called McClendon Pieces. Um, you go Instagram at McClendon M C C L E N D O N Pieces P I E C E S for custom furniture. And of course, the information will be on the on the bottom of this show note. So don't worry about writing it down or just write it down whenever you have a chance. But today, since we're here talking about the entrepreneur side and as well as the minister side, we're going to leave him at home and we're going to talk about you today and give you your shine because... All right. Ooh, after under the, all, all those hats, I'm like, who do you have time for yourself? <laughs> but um, when it comes to business, we heard about you. Um, why you starting a restoration coach? Um, when it comes to the let's say the background of the name of your business, how did you go about um creating that? Um, restoration coaching or Courtney speaks life. Which one? We could do restoration coach. So the the background in that was just the understanding what it means to be restored what it means to find healing I talk a lot about my mission is helping men and women find healing finding intimacy wholeness in Christ what I have found is that a lot of times you know we hear oh we want relationship goals oh what's your relationship goals or we want to be married we want to be wife up we want to be booed up husband up (laughs) but yeah and so we always talk about those relationships but when I ask people like I said so what's your relationship with Christ like or I might have conversations and I'm saying, so what has the Lord said? And folks be like, um, you know, I pray. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what said? And what I have noticed that was a trend is that people don't think about having intimacy with God. Like, I think mm-hmm. they think that sounds like sexual or what. I don't know what they think when they think about that. But intimacy is building a strong relationship with anybody. And we want to be Buddha. We have a strong, ooh, you know, relationship with our boo and love mm-hmm. it all that good stuff but then I feel like God he he wants that time with us like you 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 can't fully um love someone else and you know really do life with someone else if you first don't establish your foundation with God and spending time with him and as I mentioned earlier it looks different in different seasons but we still Mm -hmm. have to God I asked um a lot of people that I work with and some of the different people and I said you know if you think about your relationship and you went on a date with God and you know he was like okay I want you to put on your best dress and I want Mm -hmm. you to and I want you to think about that. Would most of the time, would he be waiting for you and you don't show up? Or are you there? Are you are you there dressed? Are you there prepared? Or do you kind of leave him hanging like you stand him up? Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, man. And I said, that's how God feels when he wants to spend time with us. And like, we be out doing everything else, you know? Mm-hmm. Fully, we can't fully live a life of just of thriving and and, and and being discerning and having wisdom if we don't spend time with God. Like, I'm I'm... I'm a mess if I don't have time from God, if I don't hear from him. I need time with him. Mm-hmm. So, And you speak about discerning, but the only way that you could discern anything unless you speak time with, unless listen. you spend time with your Abba Father. And no one listen. can tell me, again, there's just my opinion, my perspective. You mm-hmm. have discernment, but you're not spending time with God. What you have is observation, not discernment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it brings a, good, a big emphasis, which you mean about, you know, having intimacy with God. And I'm pretty sure God, that's what he desired us to have is a relationship. And a relationship does mean intimacy, you know? 
he wants that time. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I know. I said he wants. I said he wants that time. That's all. He wants that time. No, most definitely. But between those two businesses, right? Mm-hmm. How do you advertise your business? So I do a lot on social media. Of course, COVID started. Uh, let first. Let, first, let me say this about COVID. COVID really pushed me um, out of just being um, complacent a little bit because I have been sitting <laughs> first for about, I knew God had told me about doing You Can Be Free um, in November of 2018. Mm-hmm. And then it took 2020 to get here for him to kind of go do it. Like, okay, <laughs> like, so, don't, so little, mm-hmm. like, hey, <laughs> put this course out. I don't know what you sitting on or what you sleeping on, but I need you to go I put this out. <laughs> and so um, that's kind of how it started was, um, what was the question? <laughs> Oh Lord, what was the question? How do you advertise your business? It's okay. We can answer why have you started your business? Should be a thing. Because there's many people that are like you that's listening that are um believers and non-believers, specifically I hope it's believers. They're like, God is like, go do this. And you're like, all right, next season. Next mm-hmm. season, yeah. next season. So go ahead, keep going. Okay. I had to go back. I can't what was the question? Yeah, so. Um, God really started dealing with me about launching this course. And I had been sitting on, you know, listen, fear, fear, man, fear is real. But even in spite of fear, we still have to make action and we have to move um, despite that we do face it, but you got to move. And so mm-hmm. what happened was I started talking about it. I do a lot of um, talking through um, and advertisement through um, Instagram, Facebook, also LinkedIn, as well as word of mouth. I talked to a lot of people as well. Um, I mean, just even talking to my hairdresser and things like that. Okay. And people that- or know or just know people that are going through things and I've always said you know my course and working with me is not just for the the believer or the person that's a strong in Christ like really you know what I'm saying yeah because we all need someone to tap us into the kingdom as well and so you have people you know that are just kind of exploring Christ or you know they they think they want to you know learn more about Christ they just don't know how or they've been Mm -hmm. hurt or you know, um, there was bad examples of, you know, just, just so many different, um, circumstances as to why, you know, they are not as close as Christ as they want to be. So it's not just for the person that's, you know, going to church, church, go, but the person that may be outside of the church as well, because of course, you know, we want to add more souls to the kingdom. So, um, I do a lot on Instagram. I do a lot on, um, Facebook and LinkedIn. I do, I used to do more videos on YouTube. I'm trying to get back to that, but those are my main outlets right now and word of mouth. I know that's right. One at a time, okay? Don't overwhelm yourself. One at a time. <laughs> Keeping up with social media, I'm like, uh, what? Tell me. Yep. And coming from social media, I'm pretty sure you have uh, many clients because with COVID, what ended up happening, it was unfortunately some of the sufferings of death. And mm-hmm. there was a good thing where it was just like, yo, how have you been spending your time on earth? Is it been purposeful? Is it intentional? intentional? Or is it like t- a lot of times that you have a lot of inside wounds that needs to come out. Yeah, like yeah. You had time to rest and think about what you're thinking about. And you're like, mm-hmm. hold up. I've been dysfunctional yeah. for 20 years now. Yeah. Yeah. I think during COVID, like, you're at your house. You're not going to work. I think um, when I was praying, God was like, so many people have been busy. They've been so busy. They've been so busy just running, rushing, to going to and fro and having so many responsibilities, but not being fruitful, not spending time with me, not hearing from me, just doing. And so 
it's it's that time that God was like, hey, I want to deal with this. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna, I know you don't want to talk about it because you stay so busy and you know you got all these hats and you do all these different things. But hey, let's talk about this now because now you're at home. Okay. 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 Like, I need for you to be a Martha. I mean, a Mary, real quick. Stop being a Martha child. Yep. 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 <laughs> Sit down. Sit down in my feet. Now. <laughs> So how would you describe your potential clients for your business? Okay. Um, for me, what I have, okay, I'll talk about my potential clients, but I got to break stuff down. Okay. So <laughs> the teacher. So first, when I first started my business, I noticed that, you know, sometimes you work with people in different coaches and different programs and some of them are not Christ-centered. And I believe that you can pull things away from people that may not be Christ-centered or might not be like a full believer. You can pull things away from, but also you have to be discerning. You have to be spirit-led. So some of the things that I found that they were doing to try and get clients and all of this, I'm like, but that's that doesn't mean that's who God has called me to. Right. Um, I'm one of those where I am running a business, but also it's, it's, it's soul business. It's soul winning. So there may be people that don't want to purchase the course or they don't want to get into a coaching package and that's okay. You can still mm-hmm. spend time, you can still minister to people and God is still be God is still being glorified in that. And so I think for me, as it came to potential clients, first I had to look at this as a soul period there's a soul that, mm-hmm. needs, that some people just need to be ministered they may not be ready for a course you know we're not all like you know people are gonna god may be trying to pull somebody for years and they keep running and they run mm-hmm. that's that's real so, like that's what you, i'm saying yep so people so some people you know they're like oh yeah i'm interested but then they may not want to you know be ready to do that type of investment or anything like that. So my potential clients are people that are that really want to take the time, that are committed um, to do the inner work. Because a lot of times, listen, we'll do the outer work. We get them lashes done. Oh, we get their hair done. Every two nails. weeks. <laughs> listen, we get our teeth. We got the BBLs, all of that, right? Not the BBLs, though. <laughs> all of that. They, I'm, I'm serious. Like, we will do the outer work. Mm-hmm. All of that just just to look good on the outside but like be a complete wounded broken mess and so sometimes mm-hmm. it's easier to deal with the outside than deal with the inner and so you have to just wait and give people time um so i have people that you know talk we'll talk we'll talk we'll talk we'll talk but i want people that are serious that are ready to do the work um and that will come back to continue to do the work because it's not a one-time one-size-fit-all type of thing it's god's constantly doing this work in us Mm-hmm. So when it comes to actually running your business and doing a different coaches, the different coaching package, um, mm-hmm. and just running it and knowing that is a soul first, does it mm-hmm. um changes the way that you run your business in terms of like you know? Because again, the misconception that we always get as a Christian is you have to hand things free because you're serving. Yes. However, it's business. So you're just like, can we respect the law, the laws of the land? Come on. Listen. We got taxes. <laughs> Talking about taxes is the season. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and here's the thing. Like, if, if you went even to a counselor, if you went to a therapist, if you go um, anywhere, like you said, you're going to pay a price. Oh, yeah. And so... Um, <laughs> I think as believers, and I, I've talked to other Christian um, business owners, and they're like, I don't know what it is about Christians and not asking for what they're worth. And so I have learned it's okay to ask for what you're worth and knowing that God gave you something. And he didn't say, hey, you go do this and let people run you dry. Okay. Because 
I'll be honest, people, people, if, if, if you're giving it free, oh, they take it, take it, take it until, and this is real, until you, you say, hey, this is the amount for this investment. I was, being a person that dealt with insecurities, being a person that is a former people pleaser and not mm-hmm. one that's real. Well, like I can talk about that. And so I had to be confident in like, hey, God gave you this and you're confident in what it is and you're confident that it represents Christ. You're confident that they will see life change. They will see transformation. So it's okay to say, hey, this is how much this is in. It's, it's not free work. So um, it's just, after you do it a couple of times, it, it, it takes time for me. It did something <laughs> Boom, boom, bam. That was not me. But um, the more that you do it, and the more that I spend time in God, God's like, it's not a pride thing. And you got to let God just run out pride in your heart and, you know, um, being transparent about what he's doing in your motives. You'll get, you, you, you'll get more confident in, in your offerings. Oh, yeah. You surely will. <laughs> you will. Thinking about your journey, it seemed like from teenager years and now you're older women, you seem like you're more confident in your relationship with God. So why not do it with business as well? Mm-hmm. Um, a signature question we like to I like to ask. I like to. Huh, that's what happened when you do an email speaking <laughs> and say, we like to thank you for your service instead we- of saying I. <laughs> and now I'm on the podcast. I'm still saying we, gonna- we like to. <laughs> We. <laughs> but no what does business and faith means to you is a signature mm-hmm. question that every guest end up being asked business and faith um for me it's kingdom work it's kingdom work it is you are not running a business like the world you are running a business that represents christ at the end of the day i'm reminded that my my goal is to see people um be won over to jesus mm-hmm. and it's about um building a relationship for me i know i'm helping them find healing restoration and growing intimacy with christ so it's always being missional um business and um business and faith, but, <laughs> faith. <laughs> i got you <laughs> business and faith it, it means to me that God is constantly doing a work so um it's not about you it's about what he's doing through you you are just mm-hmm. the, just the instrument don't get caught up with the name don't be get caught up with the titles and things like that and so for me it's humility um and being like only reason why I'm doing this is because God um is using me and um he's confidently doing a thing in me but as long as I'm with him and as long as I remain in him I will bear much fruit and so making sure that we stay in, in, in the vine and not, and not try and grow a part of that. Think of ourselves too highly than we are. Okay. Um, it's hmm. humility. And the more that, you know, we humble ourselves, God can do great things through us when we are serious about his work and we're not on our own agenda. We're being mm-hmm. led and not by ourselves. So um, I would say ultimately humility and being yielded to whatever he wants to do in our business. And he's the foundation, not us okay that's um i wanted to point out two things that you, one thing that you said is being led by the holy spirit mm-hmm. um remember when you talk about the the different talents in that parable mm-hmm. um and, and it's not although you have a, a business right and it's going to be successful because again you're run by the holy spirit so it doesn't matter about numbers mm-hmm. um you always want to take account yeah of using your own gift yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. will not be an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. it it will not happen there's some people that will be a nine to five it's okay accounting and that's completely okay now if God is calling you to be an entrepreneur just know that faith and business will come together 
And I, I know Paul says this in the scriptures, whether, you know, good motives, bad motives, the gospel being preached. However, can we just keep it to the good motives of why the gospel yeah. being preached? Yeah. Yeah. Because when we online, we may not be shipwrecked, but we would be called name wreck. If that's even something, a word, name wreck and, and having online bullies and all that, the, all of those, especially if you do not know your scriptures. Yeah. Yeah. There will be people saying, oh, you're not yeah. really Jesus following unless you do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, wait, hold up. Stop. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yep. Yep. Gotta. Yep. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Especially if you have a personality that love people, like say, for instance, you are a wife. So you love your husband. So sometimes you may get, I don't know if this happens. I'm not saying that it does. Sometimes you get so caught up into defending your husband that you're forgetting that, wait, hold up. You know, Jesus, let's say Jesus is your husband that you're like, wait, hold on. I can't cuss them out into the kingdom or defend the kingdom. We always have to be led by love, you yes. know, yes. for your, your, your actual husband and your, even your children, your two beautiful girls, mm -hmm. you will defend mm -hmm. them, but that's not how Christ wants us to do. So yep. if you do not know your, your identity in Christ, please be spirit led, especially if you're going to come online, because there will be some attackers. You have, you have people that will try it. Uh, I honestly... I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. I had, I had like my first like two people like say something like on my comments, and I was like, and they were like, it was from my guys not real or something or something something something. And you know you could, really, uh -uh. I I could really you know I I'm not a big commenter anymore. Mm -hmm. I used to be, but I'm like at the end <laughs> of the day, are they gonna know them by the way in which I went off on them and told them about themselves? Mm -hmm. and, is that blah, 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 or will they know them by the way that I love and you know I just say something nice and keep it pushing and just pray for them and so like you say you know you represent the kingdom at the end of the day so making sure that that the Lord he is seen even if they're not Christ-like that mm -hmm. we remain and that may mean not responding oh can, can you say for the people in the back please <laughs> that may mean not responding just mute move on listen okay hey well thank you for answering all the questions now we're going to go ahead and turn it over to the last segment of this um interview part which is okay. what god placed on your heart and for you you're going to go ahead and dive into it more but the two main words that came out to me was accountability and guidance to christ and in other words discipleship and mentorship mm -hmm. what, what 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 did you mean by that let the let the listeners know as you told me um so the reason my passion has been um, mentorship, my passion has been discipleship um, in a practical way. When the Lord first, well, first of all, I went into I went to school and I wanted to get my master's, and um, there were some different things that I was wanting to do. And originally, I had taken up one I had taken up one um, study, and I because of my conviction and some of the things that they were teaching, I did not, I, I stopped, I stopped doing it. And because it, 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 there were convictions. Okay. I'll tell you. <laughs> I went in, I originally went into school counseling because I have to give the, I have to give the, the back, the blueprint of it for you to understand. Uh -huh. I went into school counseling and endure and around that time. And even now, you know, it's about your identity and who are you? Are you a, we don't gender roles and gender identity and all of this stuff. And it was oh, a lot goes. First time I said something with the professor that I, that I, I, my, I, specifically, I said, I just, I can't have that blood on my hands, knowing that what God has called me to do and telling somebody they're this or telling somebody that they're that are just being neutral. And so 
um, I just started feeling a conviction. Like I don't, I just can't see myself going to school council and just letting, um, just hearing that and, and, and not being able to share my faith. And so from there, God really started dealing with me with Christian counseling. And I went back and forth, back and forth, because I did not know what type of profession that would lead me to. And a lot of times as believers, we want, we want point Everything. A, <laughs> D, E, F, G. Then you go here, take a left, go straight, and then get to Z. And it just didn't make sense. But I'm so grateful that I did um, get my master's in Christian counseling because that's when God began to give me You Can Be Free. That's when I began to see all these different women that were doing these, you know, different um, webinars and things like that. And that's when all this manifestation and this the chakras and all, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You, you know you who you are and the energies and all of that and oh, I was here, yes and I was seeing somebody teaching this and I was like people these people need guidance but that's that that's not the guidance that they need they need Christian guidance Christian principles and I'm like you have the ability to do that so that's when God started giving me you can be free and giving me a layout for that and so I think it is more than more more than necessary to be have to have these opportunities for people to really have discipleship to have mentorship um for men and women that are trying to grow in Christ because mm-hmm. I found that a lot of times people can go to church you can even be in like small groups but you need that continuous accountability oh, absolutely that continuous accountability that's practical that's leading you through the scriptures that are leading you asking you Christ Bible centered questions that are that are that have sound doctrine that lead you back to Christian principles and prayer and the importance of that and so that's where that was a burden for, for me because I wish I would have had that I wish I would have had mm-hmm. that I was not, and having that safety to be to share these different things and so that has been my mission is to really help with mentorship in a practical way through scriptures through devotionals through Bible studies through doing books, Christian devotional book studies and things like that. And so in March, I have something, excuse me, that I am launching that will be more continuous. A lot of um, women go through, you can be free and they're like, so what's next? And so I put together some things for what's next. So I'm really excited about launching that in March. It's my birthday month. Woo, woo. Hey. So I'm <laughs> launching that and sharing that with everybody because I think it's necessary to have people to walk through this thing with you continuously, intentionally, and on purpose. So absolutely. That. We didn't talk about you can be free too much um earlier. And I'm glad how you um answered both of those questions because again a part of being a christ follower we do make disciples that's what he specifically asks us it's to go to all of the nations teaching them teaching them okay so you have to know your word as well so you'll be doing the teaching part and then you know the holy spirit will take over and guiding them how to be effective in the kingdom, be effective yeah. on earth and understanding what the scriptures are. Cause mm-hmm. a small group does go from like what, eight weeks. Yep. If you are made um, in Christ, it needs a little more. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you need that. You need that consistency. And, and, you know, and everybody is at different places in their lives. Everybody is in different experiences, but I have even found it's not just about me. People come with their different experiences and my experience, everybody else's experiences. And so as they share and, you know, and give insight, like people are transparent once they start to begin to feel comfortable and they feel like there's safety in that. So it's, it's, it's for, um, imperative to have, you know, just people just in different, different places, different seasons of their life. Of course. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Courtney. Is there anything else that we would like to speak about before we wrap up this interview? I don't have anything. I want to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of my little podcast. It's been a 
pleasure. Follow me on Courtney Speaks Life if you're in it, talking to me or anything like that. But thank you so much for having me. And it's been great talking to you. Most definitely. Well, thank you, Courtney. Here on Milo's Life, you always welcome whatever season you can, okay? I would like to say thank you for all of our listeners for lasting this long on the show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed taking the interview, but this show would not be completed without you. (laughs) Well, I do want to go ahead and take the time out for wherever you're listening. Please, if you're listening in the car, keep focusing on driving. But um, this show would not be completed if I did not take my time out to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. According to the Bible, Romans 10 and 9 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you believe this wholeheartedly, you are now a follower of Jesus Christ. As a new believer, the Holy Spirit will guide you to a local church where you could Have other believers walk alongside with you so in that way you can grow, you can learn, and as well you can serve on this journey of salvation. Well, thank you for listening to your Entrepreneurship Podcast. When you have a chance, please subscribe to the show. If you would like to be on the guest of the show, hey sis, how are you? (laughs) Please email me at kingdomfirstmediallc at outlook.com or you can shoot me a DM or a personal message as well on Facebook. Or like I said, again, the email is kingdomfirstmediallc at outlook.com. I would love to have you on the show. Speak to you next week. (laughs) 